I think it's about time to start talking about Josh Dobbs, man. Uh, second Browns preseason game against the Philadelphia Eagles. The Cleveland Browns lose uh, 20 to 21 to the Philadelphia Eagles. But there were some encouraging things from the wide receivers, uh, some good things shown on defense by the corners. And Cade York, he missed one, but boy, he got a leg. We talk about all of that next on the Locked On Browns podcast. You are Locked On Browns. Your daily Cleveland Browns podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. Your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound. LGB on the LOBD Locked On Browns podcast brought to you by the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day, Brownies postgame show, 21 to 20 losers today at home to the Philadelphia Eagles. And yes, you know, you'd always like to win every game you play, but there's always ways to find positives in the preseason. And I was nervous this morning, I'm not going to lie, the way the weather was looking. And Garrett and I talked about this the other day, why the joint practices are so important, because you want to try to get yourself a game type atmosphere in case... God forbid something happens. The game doesn't go your way. Um, weather could be a factor, but it actually turned out to be a decent enough day where some good work was put in. Today's episode of Lockdown Browns is, of course, brought to you by Bet Online. Today's episode, of course, and with Bet Online, has you they have you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. Um, as we were saying, your host, um, of course, Jeff Lloyd at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd, Garrett Bush at G Bush 91, ultimate Cleveland sports show. Hope you caught that post game show. Of course, Garrett 92, three, the fans, the barbershop Saturday morning and many other appearances where you can find Garrett over there at the fan. Um, yes, the Browns lost today, 21 to 20, but there were some positives and, you know, the Browns, everybody knew they were going in and there was, uh, without playing, um, starters. So, you know, obviously it limited the roster. Um, and as Garrett so eloquently mentioned in the beginning, look, um, we've mentioned several times here over the past months, you know, this team is one snap away from Josh Dobbs and now Josh Rosen being quarterback of that team. Um, but Josh Dobbs, maybe that narrative needs to change a little bit. Uh, what you saw today is a guy who's, I don't want to say thriving within the system. He's comfortable within the system. Um, and now keep in mind, we haven't seen him play with the Browns top offensive line. We have not seen him play with the top Browns running backs. Um, you've seen the athleticism with Josh Dobbs and look, we as Browns fans have not seen this in a long, long time, having a quarterback that can make a legitimate difference with his legs. Um, and even to the point where you say, Hey, you know, first and goal to three, ah, just, you know, fake a little shovel, keep it yourself, take it in. And you saw that today with Josh Jobs. I believe it's 24 of 33 to this point uh, from over 240 passing yards. Um, the rushing yards are, you know, close to like 60 and change through two efforts from Josh Jobs. He's looked really good. And here's the thing, um, you know, as the Jimmy G rumors, you know, some of them squashed, some still exist. Um, if Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be an option for this team, if you got to wait till Labor Day weekend, how long is it going to take him to be acclimated to actually play for this team? You think even if he were brought in um, you know, prior to week one, he'd probably still be inactive for week one. And with Jacoby Brissett, as we say, you know, he's the one, but who's after him? 
uh, I feel I'm starting to feel, and my, maybe my apologies, I would say, Garrett, to Josh Dobbs is I'm starting to feel a little more confident. And, you know, he's not played with the best of the best receivers yet today. He got to play with Bell. He got to play with Anthony Schwartz. So he saw some things there. Certainly different players from Amari Cooper and Donovan Peoples-Jones and certainly David Njoku. Um, but he's done really, really well. And at what first felt like when the Browns signed him, maybe it was like a buddy signing because he trains with the same quarterback coach that Deshaun Watson does. But Josh Dobbs has gone out there and he showed really well these first two weeks for the Browns. And I'm not saying it's for me, everybody knows I would bring in Jimmy G. He's, you know, on paper for me, you know, he's the best quarterback of this current Browns room, but you know, Josh Dobbs is, you know, certainly somebody who's gone out there, put in the effort, put in the work, and you're starting to see the dividends from it within his play. Yeah, I think it's time we start talking about that. And I think a lot of times this is a good thing about preseason, and it's a good thing about sports in general. A lot of times we write people off. A lot of times we just we go by what the statistics say. We go by what historical data and patterns have been in the traditional play of a, of a certain person. But one thing that you can't take away from somebody, and that's why preseason games are important to a certain extent, is guys get out out there have an opportunity to show what they can do, show that they should be able to keep a job or, or earn a job. And right now, Josh Dobbs has earned that job to me. Right now, he's a guy that I think that they're comfortable with. Um, to me, his showing uh, the last couple of games being versatile, able to use his leg, able able to be be uh, improvised and, and and to and to make throws and to connect to some of the throws. Um, I, I think he warrants the, the ability, and I think the Browns um, are sitting back kind of being said, telling everybody else in the community, we told you we like Josh Dobbs. We told you that we like Jacoby Brissett. And they have to obviously like Jacoby Brissett because he's getting the starter's treatment. He's getting that, uh, that, that, that veteran's treatment where you know you, you a, you're a four-time, five-time All-Pro. You don't have an MVP under your belt. And so in the preseason, you really just got the clipboard with the towel around your neck, pointing the young guys, getting them together, laughing and slapping high fives because that's all he's doing right now. It don't look like he's going to play. But um, we, in terms of, of what Dobbs is doing, I thought that was the, be- the most pleasant surprise. And I think he was the obviously to me was the best player out there today. It just looked like um, and, and you can always tell this, too. And this is a thing that that happens because I played offensive line. My brother played offensive line in college. Um, and, and being a defensive lineman, I, I understand this concept. A lot of times we believe that the offensive line makes the quarterback look better. That's not necessarily true. There's a lot of times what it is, is the quarterbacks makes random, regular offensive linemen look good. That, it, that's why I always tell people, if you got a good quarterback, he could be out there with twos and threes, and they would look much better. And the reason they're going to look much better is because he's going to always get them in the right play. He's always going to get rid of the ball on time. He's always going to make the right read. He's always going to call the right audible, all right? He's not going to put his team uh, in, in third and 15 by taking a 10-yard sack when it was when it was uh, second and five. Second and five, you, you don't take a 10-yard sack to put your team behind the chains. And so when you have competent quarterback play, what it does, it helps everybody up front and it helps them be able to, to keep their blocks, sustain their blocks, and know that, hey, I got, hey, I got a nice guy over top of me. I got a, I got an Aaron Donald. I got a, uh, you know, a, a Miles Garrett on the other side of me. 
you take comfort in the fact to say, I only got about three seconds on this anyway. So I will appreciate you if you get rid of the ball. And good quarterbacks do that. So I think Josh Dobbs made the offensive line look better today. I think he helped the running game. Um, and, and overall, in general, I've, I've been impressed just honestly what he's been able to do. Well, I, you know, and for me, one thing I remember, and it was funny because when I was in college, um, one of our best wide receivers that I played with at times with a fourth and fifth train quarterback, and he was just that athletic. And he would literally tell the left tackle, if you're going to get beat, get beat on the inside. Give me the outside to work with. Like, you know, don't, you know, whatever. Whatever you do, let him come through the inside. You let him come through the outside, then I got to step up, and that's where all the mismatch, you know, all the trash is. And now I got to navigate my – if you're going to get beat, get beat on the inside. And, and if anything, you know, scream, yell that you're getting beat on the inside. So I know basically I just spin move, and either I'm looking for somebody or I'm looking for open grass. Um, a couple other things today that were impressive. And I'm not you know, ready to crown anybody yet in this respect, Garrett. But uh, David Bell, Anthony Schwartz, we know what these guys need to do. And look, they are wide receiver three and wide receiver four. And look, it's not like, hey, you got to catch 50, 60 passes. But when your number's cold, you got to get it done. David Bell today, one, obviously, but three for almost 50 yards. Um, that's kind of what you were expecting with David Bell. And this is kind of what we heard from the spring. And this is what we certainly heard from the staff when they drafted him. Anthony Schwartz. Anthony Schwartz, the key is keep stacking together some positives. And today there were some positives. And for Anthony, look, his role's not going to be huge. His production's not going to be huge. But when you're on the field, most likely you're going to run a vertical route. You're going to make life easier for Mari, David Njoku, Donovan Peoples-Jones, most likely Kareem Hunt running pass patterns out of the backfield. Um, and every now and then, you're going to eviscerate some people with your deep speed. And we're going to toss it to you, so we hope we catch it, son. So getting two catches today for him, David Bell, three, big. One other one is um, Nikia Griffin-Stewart. It was kind of a quiet signing. It was second week in a row. Last week, he was one of John Costco's favorites. Most uh, John's going to be with us tomorrow, uh, you know, on our next episode as far as going through, you know, player grades from today. Uh, stacked together another great game today. I mean, for me, we know Harrison Bryant and David Njuko are part of this team. We're no doubt about it. Um, maybe they keep four tight ends. I don't know. But as far as tight end three, Nikia Griffin-Stewart, I mean, it's really hard to say that this, you know, competition ain't over, you know, you know, like you do the old scenes when you know filming or whatever. This looks over. Um, this guy really looks like he's put a stranglehold in this position, and you know he's ready to contribute if the Browns need him to contribute. I like what I saw. Like what I'm, I, I continue to see from him. One of the things is you catching the football. You, you know, catching the football and, and making the most of it as opportunities. You know, that's one thing that you're going to understand when you're talking about you know fighting for position. And, and I think this third tight end position um, is open. And, and I think the Browns would be. I, I I don't I was always between whether or not um, they're gonna keep a fullback or they can keep a tight end because both of those positions kind of you you can use them as a as far as like cross marketing you can you know fullback can go in motion fullbacks can block catch the football same thing with tight ends fullbacks might not be as vertical so I you know I, I look at this competition between him and Stanton I think whoever one of those guys gets that role. They're going to be asked to accompany and do a, and do a lot of other different things. Uh, possibly split out, possibly play tight end, possibly motion in the backfield and block. So I think those guys are interchangeable. But right now, I'm encouraged what I'm seeing. That's kind of what we're looking for here. Uh, you know, just you know, guys putting some positives together. Um, and exactly, certainly what you need in this scenario. Um, and for Nikita Griffin Stewart, um, I, I think 
got a hold there. Um, Johnny Stanton, you know, I'm not gonna lie, G, I'm not really sure how that's gonna work out for our boy Johnny. Um, you know, and that might be a case of where maybe this team is too good. And, you know, some of the stories that we had from the past year or two just, you know, don't necessarily fit. Um, we're going to get to the defensive side of the ball here. Uh, certainly some standouts there. Appreciate everybody for joining for the postgame Locked On Browns. Um, you know, for everybody got into First Energy today, hope you enjoyed yourself. Had a blast. Um, you know, I know it's, you know, certainly people aren't there and there's difficulties as far as, you know, what everybody about this team look man some of y'all you know bust your bus pay that money for these tickets you got in that stadium today to witness something that you truly love and that's cleveland browns so and it's kind of what it's all about at the end of the day coming back here jeff lloyd garrett bush your latest locked on browns if you were living paycheck to paycheck or struggling to make ends meet it can be really stressful when unexpected expenses come up now dave can help you get out of a pinch when you really need it Dave is the banking app that can help you get up to $500 instantly with extra cash. You can finally tackle those expenses that have been stressing you out without any hangups. Millions of people have already downloaded the Dave app to get the financial relief they need with extra cash. Download the Dave app from the App Store right now. That is Dave, D-A-V-E. Sign up for an extra cash account and get up to $500 instantly. For terms and conditions, go to dave.com slash legal. Instant transfer fees applies. Banking provided by Evolve, member of the FDIC. Welcome back on in G. Bush. Uh, we're ending with Jeff Lloyd. Make sure you go ahead and follow us uh, on the Locked On Browns podcast. Make sure you continue to support us on YouTube. Support us on wherever you download your podcast. Um, Browns lose uh, today, 21-20 to the Philadelphia Eagles. We talked a little bit about the offensive side of the football. Uh, Josh Dobbs stood out um, running game. I, I we, we didn't even say this guy, but I thought Kelly ran the ball hard too. John Kelly ran game. really hard today, and it's a shame. He doesn't have a shot to stay with this team, but I ho- I pr- this is one of those ones, Garrett, I pray he gets picked up Labor Day weekend because he deserves he, an opportunity. He deserves because every time I've seen him, what, for three years now? For two, 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 three years now, I've just seen him just come in, run the football hard, uh, not put the ball in the ground and just make the most of his opportunities. Loved him coming out of Tennessee. So it's, you know, at this point, somebody, hey, Washington, I know you got issues with Gibson, this, that, and the other. Somebody come give this man a chance. I tell you what, man, I would love to see him on a roster. On the defensive side of the football, uh, I, I think that, um, once again, we they were showing what it, exactly one of the strengths of the team is, is the defensive backfield. If, if you think about it, we haven't even seen Greedy Williams. Think about it, that's Greedy. We, it's, just like he, it's not like Greedy Williams is our star guy. We haven't even seen Greedy Williams, no Denzel Ward, uh, no Greg Newsom. Uh, no, John, John, uh, the third, we see none of those guys, um, but we consistently see uh, Emerson as well as AJ green play very well. You take a look at what they've been able to do coming up on run support, knocking the ball down, reading the quarterback's eyes, doing things like that. And, and to me, it just goes to show you sometimes when I look up, they look like safeties a little bit, Jeff. I, I just say, who is this kid right here? Oh, I thought that was a safety. Now that's your corner coming up on run support. You know, so I, I thought they had a really, a really nice game uh, in terms of what they were able to do. Um, they were playing base vanilla defense, wasn't bringing blisters or anything. And I think a lot of it, when it comes to stopping a run, um, it's just like the senior bowl games, right? You know, they they're not gonna bail you out by blitzing, right? They're gonna they're gonna stay here, chill. Everybody gonna chill, and they're gonna make you and force you 
um, to do man coverage, right? You know, say so you can play vanilla and you're just going to stop the run by guys getting off the blocks and making plays. And that's the way you, and a lot of people say, why are they giving that up? And, and, and for uh, Joe Woods, what they're trying to see is, hey, can you, I'm going to put you in the worst position possible. So now I can see who going to make some plays, who going to make it happen. Cause I'm, I, I, the worst thing you need is having getting guys that make the roster and you and you realize that they only made the roster and was only making plays because you were scheming it up. You want guys that can get off uh, in base coverage so you could continue to get to the football. Uh, but I, I thought the, the corners once again stood out. Uh, your thoughts on on the defense, Jeff? Martin Emerson had the big blow up of a running play today, and you know that was kind of some of the things that you saw were the positives on the tape out of Mississippi State. Um, I you know. Everybody, oh, you don't have sources. Blah, blah, blah. Um, you know, some of us we talk to people, we do. Um, so I had somebody from the Eagles organization send me a text the other day, okay. and basically the text was, Y'all stole Martin Emerson. This guy is a freak. And you know, Martin Emerson, you know, maybe not the debut that he had against Jacksonville, but it, again, it's it's about getting comfortable to NL lifestyle, getting comfortable at NFL speed. And you kind of saw that today. AJ Green. And this is the thing with Emerson and Green is you look at the safeties and then you look at Green and Emerson, they all kind of look the same. To your point, Garrett, you know, they're all 6'1", 6'2", long arms, uh, kind of all kind of built the same. And A.J. Green maybe playing a little nickel, which he did today and looked pretty good. Um, we'll see how it shakes out because if Greg Newsom doesn't play in week three and you does get healthy enough to play week one, you might say we're just going to keep you on the outside because you haven't had a lot of work at nickel over the last three, four weeks. So why put him in an uncomfortable position? Denzel Ward, we've heard him say he'll play nickel. We're not necessarily sure Joe Woods is going to do that. So A.J. Green, Martin Emerson, showing that the Browns have four corners that they can have some faith in. No doubt about it. Hopefully both of them are, you know, Green was in the concussion protocol. We'll see on Emerson. Um, but ideally you want all four of these guys, you know, when the Carolina game comes around on September 11th. Richard LeCount, um, his whole draft cycle was weird. Um, there was the uh, dirt bike incident that led to an ankle injury, which affected his pro day. Questions about his maturity. And, you know, if you get a dirt bike accident during a football season when you play at Georgia, yes, questions of maturity exist. I mean, it's just, I mean, you know, we're Georgia. We're playing for the national championship every year. We're losing a guy because he broke his ankle riding a dirt bike during the season. That's a question of maturity. Um, there's a tweet out there. I don't know how it, remember how it got to Richard LeCount, whether somebody tagged him in it. Or somebody, you know, he knew, saw it. And Richard LeCount, you know, basically kind of called me out and said, I'm ready for it. I'll tell you what, yeah, his play today, yeah, he definitely looked for it. I mean, you know, 10 tackles, a uh, big tackle behind the line of scrimmage. He was all over the field today. Um, you know, Ronnie Harrison, I do know, was resigned with the thought process of, you know, they wanted, you know, Richard LeCount insurance for this year. Um, Ronnie Harrison's not making a ton. Uh, LeCount, the way he played today. Um, making the Browns look really, really smart because you know Grant Elbert, you know John Johnson, you got Ronnie Harrison, you got count four deep there, five, four or five deep at cornerback. It's crazy. Alex Wright, I thought, had some nice reps today. Um, it seems like things are starting to slow down a little bit for Alex Wright. Um, and we keep we have mentioned this a ton where maybe the path for playing time earlier was clearer for Isaiah Thomas than maybe Alex Wright. Um, as you go from UAB to the NFL, that is a big, big step up. So a good day for Alex Wright. Um, but overall, I, I kind of liked what this defense did with the understanding of Garrett that by the time you know the Eagles were reeling off some of these big plays 
anybody that's probably going to make the Browns roster secondary-wise had already been well long out of the game. I mean, their starters were their backups. The backups, there are no backups. Those guys aren't making the team. So the Eagles maybe make a little hay against some guys that really aren't going to be a part of the Browns anyway. No, you know, a lot of those guys are down the line. It's like we like to say those guys are going to be either on practice squads, other teams, um, or, you know, looking for a job. So, um, you know, sometimes that's the thing about looking at preseason games is is you kind of have to, you know, let yourself know. Yeah, um, points count and you want to win the game and you want to do certain things. But a lot of those guys uh, at the end of the roster that are giving up points won't be in the NFL or be on the, in the league. So uh, and, and and back to what Richard LeCount was saying, you know, I've always said this about players, man. The way the greatest way that any player can can, you know, clap back at anything somebody says is prove us wrong. You know, it ain't nothing personal against nobody, right? It's no per- nothing personal. We don't know you as individuals. Years of doing NFL draft coverage, argue with moms, dads, uncles, high school coaches, da 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 da. Prove me wrong. Yes. Look, I, I have no problem wrong. being wrong. Look, Garrett, you know, I have a wife. I got two teenage daughters. I am wrong about ninety-five percent of the time. <laughs> so you know, it doesn't bother me to be wrong. And for if Richard Count turns out to be a player, I got zero issues with that. But I mean, you cannot deny some of the questions that were about him coming in here. But good for the young man, man. Look, you want I, I want you to be good. I want the Browns to be good. And if mm-hmm. that's the case, where you make a whole boatload of money playing this game, God bless you, Richard LeCount. Yeah, listen, God bless you. If you come out here, it's a cool, easy way to shut everybody up. Go out and ball, and, and I'll be the first one to congratulate you and say, "Yo, I was on you before, but that's the way you should be playing." Shout out to you and give you your flowers. So, um, that's always the, the best the best approach for any player if they want guys to, uh, you know, basically uh, say shove it, <laughs> go out there and and ball out like you did today with the 10, 11 tackles and be all over the foot football field. There is a reason that freezing cold takes exists in that account is what it is. Um, and hey, if you ever end up over there, hey, first off, it means you're pretty good because they're not going to put any Joe Schmo over there. So, um, hey, Richard LeCount, God bless you, man. Keep kicking butt, kid. Congratulations. That's what it's all about. Jeff Lloyd, Garrett Bush, appreciate you all for making Lockdown Browns your first listen every single day, whether it's on your favorite podcast app or, of course, now on YouTube. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all of your betting needs. Find all your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Find reviews and news of every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and now even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all your sports wagering information from live in-game betting, scores, and podcasts they have you covered. Head to Bet Online today or use your mobile device to learn more about the action happening today. Bet Online, where the game starts. Welcome back into what I think. Um, I think this is the post game show. I think this is it's just been a little bit longer. We recorded a little later, but it is still indeed the post game show. Make sure you guys check us out tomorrow. We will be on with uh John Costco of Pro Football Focus. Um, you know, we always love getting uh in contact with him, dropping up uh some of the great content. We'll be here, he'll have some grades, he'll talk, tell us his assessment of some of the guys on the team, and we'll get that breakdown uh like we did last week uh for the Jaguars game. So make sure so you know when it's coming on. Make sure you subscribe, hit that notification bell, get all the updates um, so you can catch all of the Browns content, your team, every day. 
G. Bush, John, or excuse me, Jeff Lloyd. I'm going to say John Costco. You're a little early. You're a little early on John Costco. A little excited. I, kinda, I can't I lie. Like, I get pumped. excited for John, too. Uh, I, well, one thing I am excited about is uh, people around the, in the Cleveland uh, Browns organization are, are excited for the first time about a kicker. Uh, we just took a lot of L's in the last we few talk years. To, we talk about this guy by his name as opposed to saying the kicker. First off, Kate York, York, that is a yeah, huge, yeah. huge compliment <laughs> to any Browns kicker that we actually mention you by name as opposed to the yes. kicker. Kicker, right? He hit he hit a 51-yarder, I believe, uh, and missed a 55. But the thing that was encouraging about missing the 55 is he had a lot of leg on it. Um, he just needs to straighten it out a little bit, right? Uh, so I, I think, you know, it, it just goes, you show you, he, you got a little sneak preview of, you know, some things that you're going to see. It was inclement weather, not crazy, but it was a wet football, wet turf. It's a little sloppy. Um, and, and that's just good. And today was good weather. Uh, let, 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 compared to some of the stuff you're going to see, I was, you would sign up for today a million times over starting November 1st. If you were the Browns. Like this and, is bad. Oh no, no, no. We would take this in a million times. This is this is definitely not that bad. So Kate York, uh, I, I was in, uh, encouraged by what he did. Um, really excited to see his growth. Um, and I see what Jeff, you know, I said it before. If we're gonna have um the Browns with some games this year, uh, without uh Deshaun Watson and it might not be up to full speed with the offense. Uh, you're going to have to lean on special teams to get you two wins, defense to get you a couple wins, uh, you know, maybe the running backs to get you a couple wins. And and that's how you stack the wins together. And, and so you don't have to put it all on Jacoby Brissett. One game we could say, hey, Jacoby did his thing today. He snuck in and it, snuck in. It was very efficient, had over 300 yards, a couple touchdowns, no interceptions. You can't ask for that every single game. You can't even ask for that three, four, five times a year. You can ask for that maybe once or twice. But the other guys on the team, including special teams, need to step up. And I think Kay York uh, showed his potential today. And I think he's going to prove to be something very valuable for the Cleveland Browns. The thing about the 55-yard miss, which might be the most impressive kick uh, of his entire summer to this point, is A, number one, you want to see if this is legitimate. This is one reason you liked him out of LSU, is he had range from that deep. How does that play as opposed to Baton Rouge, Alabama, where it's always warm, it's always humid, the ball's probably going to travel a little better. Is this realistic? Is this going to travel to Cleveland? Once it gets to when the weather is an issue, yeah, the length of his game maybe will suffer a little bit. But I also equated to, in Garrett, that was a little bit of a Steph Curry. That was like 35 feet, like, hey, heat check. Like, kid, how much you got? And look, it was good. The most important thing was it wasn't short. It really necessarily wasn't wide. You tipped an upright. So uh, that still looks to be paying the dividends the Browns expected to. Um, which brings to a point, and Garrett, I, I don't want to go negative with this in any way whatsoever because it shouldn't be one. Um, but we talked so much about Deshaun Watson being the biggest question on this team. That question is now answered. We know the deal. We know the drill. But I think... With the fact that, and it seems weird to say it is, we're going to shift it to the next guy stepping in for Deshaun Watson. The biggest question currently for the Cleveland Browns, and again, not negative in any way, is Jacoby Brissett. We have not seen any preseason reps. So it brings up a couple of questions. Are the Browns in the point where maybe they don't want a lot of Jacoby Brissett running their system out there? 
week one for week two as teams start to you know game plan for the Cleveland Browns being led by Jacoby Brissett. Is that something they're trying to do? You have to get him out there next week. He's got to take some live reps. There's no question around it. Um, is he going to get Amari Cooper? Is he going to get Donovan Peoples-Jones? Um, with you know all that's going on, and look, there is a peck, there is a pecking order in Cleveland as far as Cleveland sports, and it will always be the Browns first, even though the Cleveland Gardens are currently in first place. Uh, Cleveland Cavaliers have a really nice, promising young roster, but. It's crazy to say that right now the most important person in all of Cleveland sports is Jacoby Brissett. It's just crazy to say it. But um, this is now, it, again, it's not a knock. And hopefully we're, we think we're going to get to see him next week. We'll see how it plays out. And look, the reviews from press are very positive, very good um, as far as what he's done and people who chart all the throws and practices, whatever you're all slightly insane but we appreciate you for doing it we do um the teammates the coaches they all love him they love what everything about him they seem to appreciate he's now the main man in cleveland sports um but again he's currently a question because we can't go on practice look you can't go on practice there's just no way to it if practice you know if if we went on practice there'd be 275 billion people in the hall of fame we got to see where Jacoby Brissett is and if, if he's going to be practice, ready to go. If it's on practice, man, you'll be in the league. We'd be balling right now, Jeff. <laughs> Getting our money up. Oh, we're not. No, but I mean, that's the biggest question now, Garrett, is Jacoby Brissett and what can he do for this team? And again, hopefully, knock on wood, for 11 games. I, he had, I was, I, I, I'm trying to not to be super negative, right? I know it's a preseason game and a lot of people are. You know, just saying, hey, look, guys, you know, they don't, I, we understand that they don't want to get their, their starters hurt. Jacoby Brissett, whether or not we agreed with the, how good he is, he is penciled in to be the starter. And so what we have to do is protect ourselves. You know, we have to protect our assets. We have to protect our ability to, to put the best team possible on the field against the Carolina Panthers uh, in week one. So I, I get what they're saying. But at the same time, you know, being healthy is half the battle performing is a half to battle too. So, you know, how do we know he's going to be performing up to snuff? How are we going to know and understand whether or not this is something that he can do when the line of fire? And I get he's done it in different places, but here's the thing. I need to get him and Amari Cooper on the same page. I need to get him and, and all of these other receivers. One thing that I, I saw with Josh Dobbs and everybody has to take consideration to this is look how good Josh Dobbs, you know, improved from week one to week two, right? You know, you could tell that he's a little more comfortable. He's getting more consistent reps. And so he's going to be doing things like throwing back shoulder fades and, and making sure that you don't run. And one play to David Bell, he was running his own. He was in his own and he sat down. And instead of leading him over the middle, he kind of threw a back shoulder, sat him down a little bit and avoided his own and protected him. He caught the football. And that goes to show you that they've been working on some of those things. They've been actually getting reps at it. And until you get the reps at it and understand where guys want the football, uh, where guys are comfortable with catching the ball and what their favorite routes are, it's going to it's gonna be difficult in, to hit the ground running, uh, especially when you're talking about doing it in the regular season and people haven't played together. There's work to be done there. There's no question about it. And, look, none of this is to be put in the negative spotlight, but, you know, you're asking me to talk about something I haven't seen. And, you know, look, we have not seen him 
And it's crazy to say that Jacoby Brissett is going to be the quarterback for this team for 11 weeks. We haven't seen him take a rep for this team. We've seen Deshaun rep take it to Sean Watson take a rep for this team. We've seen Josh Dobbs. We've seen Josh Rosen. Jacoby Brissett, by all accounts and purposes, is going to be the Browns quarterback for the first 11 weeks. Haven't seen the live rep yet. So, I mean, I'm not saying it's it's going to be a problem, but it's a question because you cannot prove things that you have not seen. Um, but again, Browns lose today, 21-20 to the Eagles. Um, I think the Browns could have probably manipulated this in the playing time if they wanted to, to turn this into a victory today. So the fact they didn't win, not really that concerned. Certainly some standouts. Josh Dobbs looking like a guy who was – Almost out of the NFL is a guy who probably can be in the NFL for as long as he chooses to. Obviously, a very, very intelligent young man has you know opportunities outside of the NFL. Uh, Anthony, Be- I'm sorry, David Bell, Anthony Schwartz, good days, uh, promising days. Nikia Griffin Stewart, uh, maybe solidifying you know tight end three. Uh, LeCount, right? Uh, the DBs, Grant, I'm sorry, Green, Newsom, um, certainly look good as well. Cade York, uh, you know. Seems to be everything that the Browns thought he was going to be. And we'll see, you know, where we're at with Jacoby Brissett because it's certainly an important talking point. He is Garrett Bush, part of the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show, Mondays through Friday, 11 1 on YouTube, of course. Post game show also from the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. Make sure you're checking that out. The Barbershop, 92 3 The Fan, uh, Saturday mornings at minimum. Other, opportun- uh, other opportunities to hear Garrett over there opening up the Barbershop on 92 3 The Fan at G. Bush 91. Sure, you're following me, Jeff Lloyd at underscore Jeff. Under I'm sorry, at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. The show itself at Lockdown Browns. Follow back account. Uh, DMs are always open. Uh, for everybody who makes Lockdown Browns their first listen every single day on your favorite podcast platform. And of course, now on YouTube. The growth. Um, I, I'm just gonna tell Gary right now, we're we're gonna hit 3K before we get to this last preseason game. I'm gonna tell you right now because look, we like to come to work with ideas and deals we're going to come here with ideas and we're going to come with the ideals the ideal is to get to 3k before this week is over we're going to make that happen so don't you all worry about that appreciate all of you who have made the transition as we go to this new level um so you know, look browns it's not it's not a win today but it's a positive day um certainly hard the way this game was construed without starters playing to get an idea as how it would ultimately work out but the browns came out today players who needed to have a good day had a good day that's the most important takeaway from today's Browns game. All that being said, this has been your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound LGB on the LLB. Let's go Browns.